All right, welcome into Better's Last Stand here in the studio, the WVOY studio, as we have another rain out. Uh, it's a dreary, cool day here on a Wednesday afternoon here in Wheeling. But this is show 15 of Better's Last Stand, and we're uh, we're not going to be rained out and uh, have any impact from the elements here. So jobs behind the glass. We got myself, Coach, and Luke here. I'm uh, going to talk... About all the betting stuff, everything that's been going on, uh, we got lots going on. All the all the major sports are going right now. Uh, baseball World Series starts Friday. We got NBA and NHL in full gear, and then we of course have football. So exciting stuff happening. Uh, our Bush Light pick went down this week, unfortunately, with the Packers. Uh, that was a disappointment. Uh, our generations play with Luke Deplaga was one and one, uh, and our PRP picks twelve and nine, uh, up about two to three units, depending on what you got your prices at but anyway uh welcome into the show we're going to uh talk about baseball and some of the other sports first and then we're going to dive into the football card as we usually do do the uh, college card first and then the pros to finish things up uh guys how we doing today uh we didn't we didn't all get together last week at the pine room so it was a little bit of an odd week you guys were at homecoming luke you had an event so, uh, but I think this week, coach, it sounds like uh, most of the guys will be back. Yeah, hopefully we'll be back. Uh, we got a big uh, night the night before, so I'm not sure how we'll all be feeling on Saturday. Uh, big, uh, yes, the Halloween, uh, Halloween shindig, shindig at um, River City. That should be exciting. Everybody's getting <laughs> pumped up for that, getting their getting their costumes. And uh, Luke, you got your costume for Friday? Well, I won't be there. Oh, that's right. He'll be oh, painting right. his yeah. face in the Brooks student oh, section. Oh, that's right. You have a that's right. You have a game. Okay, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So those of you who aren't aware of what coach is alluding to there, we have our Halloween party at River City from 7:30 to 9. Uh we will be uh leading into the DJ for the night and then be judging the costume contest. Coach has a lot of pressure on us guys and uh we're going to be able to send two lucky people to Nashville. Pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's that's pretty and then there's a bunch of other Yep. Uh, prizes at night too. We have so well right now. Honestly, the Pine Room podcast and Pine Room in general have a lot going on. Yeah. We uh, we're in the midst of uh, fixing up an office. We uh, we're growing exponentially, so we needed a, bursting some, at the seams some office space. So uh, Job and Jared are back there as we speak, uh, painting and uh, tearing some things down, and hopefully putting things some things back up. And then we're going to have a full time office space thanks to. Uh, uh, thanks to Jake Robinson and uh, his guys for uh, providing us a, a, an office space. And obviously, Kayleen and Rocky and Howard, we want to thank them once yeah. again for letting us be part of this team. They're so welcoming. I was thinking about that today. Feels like uh, we're one of the gang, right? Yeah, how nice they are to us. You know, they just treat us like uh, we've been here forever. And uh, in today's world, man, that's uh, that's unusual to find people sure that that, uh, that embrace you and want you to be part of their team and uh don't don't feel like you're you know uh you're you're under them they're they're much better than you they just welcome us and hopefully i guess they hope that we can even try to make them better so right right so that's our goal and uh we got all kind of things cooking i mean uh you know soup and stuff and and uh some of the other spinoffs that we're doing now and some of the sponsors we're doing things for them and yeah. i want to thank everybody honestly everybody out there that's uh supporting us listening to uh, either us on Mondays or listening to the podcast or listening to Better's Last Stand or listening to uh, Soup and Stuff or, you know, some of yeah. the other goofy things that we're doing. We want to thank a regular Monday radio show down here. Yeah. yeah thank everybody just for being part of it. Hopefully we keep growing and uh, we'd like to hear some more interaction. That's what we'd really like to have start yeah, happening. So, you know, some phone calls, some emails, some texts. You know, if you have a, 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 um, a Bush Light pick, 
that you think yeah. would be a good one for us. We're 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 struggling a little bit. We came out of the gate four zero, and I think now we're uh, two and no one and three. Maybe. Yeah, one and three or less. Yeah, one and three. Five and three overall. Yeah. Um, so you know, we uh, I think we've struggled to find a, a really something that somebody yeah. really, really, really loved in the group. We we had that the first few weeks, but yeah, uh, it's, and, and and believe me, those those are tough to find right, where you get right. eight nine guys agree on. Uh, on one pick, uh, or one guy says, I absolutely love this. Yeah. And you can tell when a guy really sure. likes something really heavy, uh, you know, and everybody else feels decent. But, you know, the picks are, they are what they are in this. Yeah. And, hey, we're five and three. We're, we're, we're making money. So if yeah. you're following those Bush Lake picks, you're still on the uh, plus side. So, yep. yep, it's a great time of the year. I don't think we're going to be. In the pine room, much more uh, as far as uh, shows go, because I think the weather yeah, is uh, yeah. weather weather's turning south on us a little bit here. And uh, but uh, thanks again to to, to folks yeah. down here for, for providing yeah. us a place to be able to do this. Because as I uh, no pun intended, we would be out in the cold yes, if it literally. wasn't for these guys. Yes, so very very thankful that we're not sitting outside freezing to death figuring out how to shield ourselves from the wind and protect our equipment and that kind of stuff. But I think uh, the weekend looks good. I think we'll be in the pine room for a a great – I was just asking Matt. Hopefully he can – his work sometimes hampers him from – you know, attending a full day in the I'm pine probable room. this week, I'll say. But, but, but he probably, thank goodness, he doesn't show up at noon and and then, and, you know, imbibe until uh, late night uh, kickoff. So Ooh, yeah. uh, we're, we're, uh, we're looking forward to the weekend again. And, uh, and Luke, uh, Luke's going to be joining us uh, in the pine room. Uh, he was just giving me his, uh, his run, itinerary. itinerary for Saturday. It sounds like he's got a, his every day is packed for Luke. He just, he's, He's on the move, you know. He's uh, yeah. He's always checking. High school athlete, checking, constantly busy, checking things out. You know, he works out like a maniac. He's he, in high demand. He, he he looks like a Greek god now. <laughs> he, he he cuts grass with no shirt on now across the street, oh. so everybody can check his guns out. <laughs> well, that'll be ending here soon as the weather turns. I don't know, He'll chopping probably, leaves or something, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> he wears those tight shirts, and all the girls honk when he goes by. I think they're honking at me, right. and they're they're honking at him. Definitely. Well, they're honking at me for different reasons. <laughs> yeah. So, Luke, you pumped up for uh, for the weekend, for baseball, for uh, college football. and I mean, you just get into it all, don't you? Oh, yeah. I'm excited for everything. Uh, I'm more excited, for, honestly, for the World Series. I think this is going to be a really good series, especially this week one. Uh, game one matchup with uh, Wheeler and Verlander. I'm really yeah, actually, they switched that. that. Uh, now Nola is pitching. So oh, Nola, really? Nola on full rest. Uh, yeah, so as we get ready, we'll just jump right into the World yeah, Series. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nola and Verlander. That was going to be Wheeler, but that Wheeler, they said, was on short rest. I'm not really sure why they ever listed him anyway. But it will be Nola now. Uh, price is pretty much the same. Uh Astros about 160 game one. Um, the return on the Phillies plus 140 ish, uh, six and a half the total. Uh, guys, uh, I mean, I, I think the Astros are going to be tough to beat here. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think the Phillies will give them a little bit of fight, but uh, if the Astros win those first two in Houston. Uh, that's a huge thing. If the and now if the Phillies can steal one, though, we saw that work in their favor having that middle three at home uh, against the Padres. So yeah, I I I, I, I the one thing I do hope is that that these that the World Series is better than the League Championship Series. Yeah. To both sides, they were they were anticlimactic to say the least. I mean, after we had uh, you know the wild card and then the uh, first round games, yeah. boy, we're, you know there was some tremendous excitement and drama in those with yes. seventeen inning games and. And, uh, yeah, game and, five, and game fives, and, and the wild cards were great. And boy, did that! 
it sure took a it, it sure took a dud uh, yeah, in the league so. championship series. So hopefully, though, I'd love to see it go seven. I'm I'm I hard I hate this. I, I, it's unbelievable. I'm saying it, but I hope the Phillies win. Just <laughs> I, I'm just an Astros uh, <laughs> hater. I just do not like the Astros yeah. for a lot of reasons. But I, I don't know. The, the you know if Nola can. And Zach Wheeler's tough if they, yeah. like you say, if they can steal one, yeah. steal one in and Houston, three in um, a row. you know, and then 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 you you look for two out of three at home, and then you got to go back and split, uh, yeah. you know, on the road. But uh, yeah, like you said, that Astros lineup is probably a little too strong, and, and they're pitching and, yeah. so deep. Their bullpen, everything they have is good, yep. uh, and they're battle tested, and they don't, they're not going to be intimidated going into that Philadelphia park with those crazy lunatics like some of these other. Uh, teams have been the Astros were the mo- most hated team in baseball for the last few years. They've been booed and heckled everywhere they've gone. Yep. Uh, I I I don't think it'll be a quick series, but it honestly would not surprise me if somehow the Astros just rolled them. Uh, but we'll see if the Phil- if the Phillies can, uh, like we said, steal one uh, of those first two games, and they they definitely have a chance. Uh, bets that I'm interested in, I don't know about you guys. Uh, I, I like the uh, the Astros to win it. If I had to make a prediction, I would say the Astros in six. I like that right now, plus three seventy five. So I'm going to be on that. I'm also going to be on the Astros minus uh, one and a half, which is you can also get a plus return on that one. And I'm also going to play the series under six and a half at plus two ten. Uh, I think those are all decent. And then guy I was looking at for MVP, I've uh, been very impressed with him. He's, he plays great defense, and he's been hitting a little bit, and, that, and that's Jeremy Pena, the young shortstop for the Astros. Uh, he's right now 17-1. to 1. Obviously, if the Astros win, you, you expect uh, Jordan Alvarez or, or Altuve, who's been cold but heating up a little bit. He hit, hit the ball well uh, the last game. Uh, to be the MVPs, or, or if the Phillies win, you're expecting Harper or Hoskins or somebody. But take a look at some of those guys under the radar. You never know. In this thing, I mean, he he hits two big home runs in this series. He could be the MVP. So yeah. do you guys have any thoughts on MVP or uh, how far the series will go? Any game handicaps? Anything interests you? Uh, Luke, you got anything that you uh, stands out? I like Bregman uh, for MVP. I like that. I could definitely go with Bregman. Yep. Right now, what is he? He's 12 to 1. That's a pretty good price. A guy has been hitting the ball really, really well. Um, some tidbits that I saw in, in this series, the uh, – Astros and Phillies both hit left-handed pitching really well. So keep that in mind in your in-game betting as uh, the, the Astros, I think, only maybe have one left-handed pitcher uh, that's from the bullpen. Framber Valdez, their game two starter, is a left-handed pitcher. Uh, the Phillies, I know, their game three starter, Suarez, is a lefty. I'll be getting on the Astros heavy in that game, even though it's going to be back in Philadelphia. These teams both uh, – crush left-handed pitching so be aware of that when you're you're looking at in games and you get a pitcher coming in the next inning uh maybe you get a chance to even if you're not betting uh aside coach you like to bet those will be a run scored in the inning those yeah. kinds of things uh when you get these kind of matchups and kyle tucker who amazingly is a left-handed uh hitter he hit 13 home runs this year against left-handers so which is pretty cool um astros led the league in home runs off left-handed pitching with 72 so uh some interesting things there um I, I think it could be a good series, but again, I, I'm, I think the Astros are going to be very tough to beat. The depth of their pitching far exceeds the Phillies, and if the, but if the Phillies' defense continues to perform and they get what they can out of their bullpen, then perhaps they have a chance. Uh, I don't know, Coach. Any bets interest you? Anything that you're? Really uh, like? I, I was just uh, on a dr- go back to the league championship. What are your guys' thoughts on the Yankees and their performance in the league championship series? Do you think the Astros were just superior? Mm-hmm. Or do you think the Yankees? sort of exhibited the way they played most of the second half of the season. Luke? I just don't think they had the pitching. I think their bullpen was just horrible. 
I, I think it was their hitting. I think offensively, yeah. that, and look what Aaron Judge did in the league. Now, not that he didn't have a, just an incredible year, but you know he struggled. Other, I think he had one home run uh, yeah. in the league championship series. But he that that whole offensive uh, firepower that they were supposed to have never really. They never had an explosive series or a run, explosive run offensively. I don't know. No, they never even strung together four or five hits in an inning. They, they just, I think I think LeMahieu being out hurt them a lot. Uh, a constant stabilizer at the top of the lineup. If you noticed, uh, Aaron Boone had a different lineup every single yeah. playoff game except one. He repeated line, that was throughout the Cleveland series and the Houston series. But I agree, Coach. I thought their starting pitching was good enough to win. I uh, thought their bullpen eh, hit or yeah. miss. Some nights their guys had it, some nights they didn't. But I thought their lineup really let them down. I think if if you're you're looking at that series, you're expecting the Yankees to at least score four or five runs every game. They couldn't barely get the four. They got I think they got four once. I so, I, I mean you watched them. They were painful to watch at times. They yes. they were struggling to score. I mean they. But were, it also shows you that Judge probably is the MVP without yes. a doubt. Uh, without him there. Oh, oh. my goodness. They, what would they have done? Yeah, I, and what's going to happen if what's going to happen to him? Did you uh, do you see the report about the Dodgers? They're already eyeing him up. Oh, really? They want him, and they're going to move Mookie Betts to second base. Oh my, that's heard, their plan. I heard the Giants won't be outbid. That's what I got. Yeah, they won't well, be outbid for him. Yeah, well, isn't he? Wasn't he from out there? Isn't he from that area? I don't know. I believe. I think he is. I, I know he had. I think he either. He may have rooted for the Giants as a kid. I remember them saying that 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 could play a role. Uh, yeah, I mean the Giants can't let the Dodgers get him, so they'll probably bid. But again, if he decides he wants to go with the team that can win right away. Uh, I like Judge as a guy. I mean, yeah. I, I do hope he leaves New York. They, they deserve everything they get. They they bought everybody for years and years and years, and now they're they've kind of their plans fizzled out. I think uh, the young Steinbrenners aren't as cutthroat as their father. He would have he would have axed Brian Cashman years back, and he absolutely would have axed Boone probably after they went on that losing streak. Uh, after the all-star break, uh, I think the Yankees are in serious trouble. I agree. I, I know there's our friends and Nick, especially who thinks they can just outbid people. They're not, they're not the destination spot anymore. No. They're just the New York Mets now are more enticing to free agents. I think they got better pitchers. Uh, they got a better lineup. They got a better manager. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't see, I see the Yankees. I see hard times ahead for them. I agree. hundred That's why I brought that up because I, I think this is, Going to be the last time you see them. Uh, and you got the Blue Jays who are, who are up and coming. You got the Rays who were solid. In, in in Boston had an, an uncharacteristically bad season. They will load up on and free Baltimore. Ages. And Baltimore has yeah. a great young nucleus. I, I think it's not going to be far before the Yankees are finishing down near the bottom of that division every year. So. Yeah, I know Nick will be. Uh, he's probably going to throw something against the wall when he hears this and yeah. be upset. But it's the truth if you really look at it. And, uh, it's the truth. And Luke's right about their pitching. It, Garrett Cole's not a number one. They yeah. don't have. They just don't have. Garrett Cole is a, a, a two and a half or three on on most staffs. He's just not good enough to win these big games. You you didn't you need guys who are going to put zeros up and not give up home runs in the third inning like he did the other night. Uh, I I don't see the Yankees doing much at all. So uh, and, and then were you guys were you guys shocked at? Uh, how quickly the Dodgers went out in the in the playoffs? A little bit, but uh, I think the time off hurt them. Uh, the rust factor, um, just I don't know, some timely hitting by the Padres, and the Padres kind of got it going, but then they they Dang. tapered off. That that the other day, Bob Melvin's job of managing in, in Saturday's game, a game that you have to win. And coach, I'm interested to hear what you say about this. Now the situation, they were up four nothing early, or whatever. That game ended up getting tied at four. Soto hit a hit a two-run homer in the top of the sixth to give them a 6-4 lead. And they had gotten 
uh, a couple of good innings out of, out of their bullpen guy to kind of keep the uh, – uh, who am I? Oh, the Phillies. Yeah, yeah the Phillies yeah. at bay. So I thought that was the time that you have to win that game to get it back to San Diego. You have to win. Right. So you got a two-run lead. You're going to the bottom of the six, and he brings in Sean Manaya. I thought that was the time you got to go, you almost have to bring Hader into the game there because he can throw two innings at least to get you through, and then, then you just figure it out as you go. But you can't – Give up that lead right there. You got to use your best, wouldn't you agree? I agree, hundred percent. I was shocked at how that played out, and I, I and Hater, you know, that point was you're you're gonna you know you're gonna win or lose with him. Right. And that's, he that's, pitched one inning in the series. You got him yeah. for these kinds of things. That's why you got him. And he's right. won, and he finally got himself sorted out. He was having some issues, yes. but he really got locked in there towards the end of the year. And it, it was really disappointing to see him only throw one inning because uh, you, you want him. He's the only guy in baseball that can go multi-innings for a closer nowadays anyway. And like you say, if he gets extended a little bit, uh, they have a day off the, right. the next day. Yep. And, and, and at that, in that situation, I'm sure that he could bounce back uh, two days later and give him another inning. And if he had to go two-plus two innings, uh, you know, he's – He's thrown enough to be able to do that. Right. I, I agree. That that was a must-win game, and they, they let it and, slip, and, and that was it. And then the second part of it, going to Manaya, who's a starting pitcher right, yeah. who has been awful for the majority of the season. His ERA was up near seven. He's been terrible. He can't get guys out. He's walking guys. I thought that, too, was crazy because their bullpen as a whole had been pretty solid. Uh, just craziness there from Bob Melvin. And then I guess I didn't get to see this uh, live, but I was reading about saw some highlights. I guess they really botched the end of the game. They had two guys on uh, late in the game on Sunday, uh, down a run, and they had an issue where they I don't they don't know if the, the guy was they were trying to sacrifice bunt or whatever, but they made a mess of that as well. We were actually at the prison doing our yeah, show at the that. prison, which was uh, be sure everybody checks that out. Our regular podcast this week, we're going to be at or where we were at the uh, West Virginia State Penitentiary down in Moundsville. A uh, really cool thing there. We had they had us out on the porch. We had our regular show. We had some great guests. So be sure and check that out if you haven't yet. Um, really cool place. Check it out. Go down there before Halloween. Uh, take the tour. Go in the haunted house. Really great stuff. But anyway, we missed that. And uh, it sounded like Bob, Bob Melvin had his own uh, haunted house that night <laughs> or that weekend. But disappointing for the Padres. Well, they finally get by the Dodgers, and then they, they let it let it go like that. Uh, didn't even get it back to San Diego. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my prediction for the series, and okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Phillies in seven. That's gonna okay. be my call. Luke, what do you say? I'm gonna go Astros in five. I say okay. I say Astros in six. Okay. Okay, so I'm right knees down. By the way, judges from Sacramento. Sac- okay, but that would be Northern California, yeah. so he probably was. That would be the 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 A's and the Giants are the closest team. So perhaps he was a Giant fan. I thought I heard that somewhere, but could be wrong. Um, all right, all right. That concludes the baseball talk. Um, look, just a couple thoughts that I had uh, just about early season NHL and NBA that we talked about last week. Uh, just some of the trends early on in the season. Uh, you start. You want to start to pay attention to these things as you go. Uh, throughout the year, you're going to see teams on these heaters where in NHL first period overs and unders, you have teams that are really going to catch fire and it's just in their DNA that they're either going to surrender goals early or they play really buttoned up in the first period and they're going to keep keep the totals down. So most of the time you're going to see a total around one and a half in a first period in the NHL. But I've noticed a lot of books are juicing them heavily, heavily to the over. And you're also seeing a lot of twos popping up there. Uh, a couple of the teams that I wanted to mention that are 
over team so far. Uh, my Anaheim Ducks, who I <laughs> talked about last week, they've been off to a rough start. They've lost a couple of uh, high-scoring games. They're five and one of the over in the first period. The Flames are five and zero as well, or five and zero. Minnesota Wild five and one to the over in the first period. And the Vancouver Canucks five and zero to the over in the first period. So keep an eye on teams like that as you continue to see these trends. They've really held up over the years. If teams start to prove after ten or twelve games. That they, that they play this kind of style, you can start to bank on these. And, and I would say if the team plays three nights a week, you're going to get two of them to come in for you. So uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, you can also look at stats for teams that play overs for the games, like Penguins are 5-2 and two to the over. Blue Jackets, Kings are both 6-2. and two. So anyway, look around for your trends. Uh, you can find those on many of the sites, uh, Covers.com, uh, Wager Talk, any of those places you can check them out. Uh, look for the trends. And then in the NBA, Luke, have you had any observations of the NBA? Have you watched many any of the games yet uh yeah there's actually uh there's just not a dominant team it looks like this year uh, as, as 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 i've seen so far uh a team that's surprising is the jazz uh, yeah losing all those supposed to be pieces. tanking yeah, too three and oh yeah good start uh lakers they have no shooting oh my yeah it's, it's a mess in la are they uh, still winless oh yeah yeah they're on three right yeah, yeah did you see how they lost the other night it was uh they had 19 seconds left and uh not like shot clock was still at like 12 or something in westbrook comes up and shoots a mid-range and misses it. Why is he in the game? Yeah. You just got to wonder what Darvin Ham's thinking, having him in the game. But, yeah, NBA right now, uh, Warriors look like an over team. I think they're 4-0 to yeah, 4-0 to first half overs, 4-0 for the game in overs. The Pelicans, uh, they've been scoring some points. They look pretty decent if, if they can keep Zion healthy, but – That'll never happen. Uh, yeah, uh, I would agree with that. Uh, under under teams so far. First half unders, Portland and Washington, both 4-0 to the under. Uh, and then under teams for the game. The Clippers expected to have a really good defense there, 4-0 to the under. Timberwolves a little surprising, 3-1 and to the under. Uh, the Thunder, 3-1 and to the under, but they're not a very offensively gifted team. And then the Sixers, 3-1. and They've been off to a terrible start. They finally won. Uh, but boy, what what a and then Embiid saying he's out of shape. I mean, well, why? You're yeah, you're a top right. performing athlete. You complained all offseason you didn't get the MVP, and then you come back out of shape. Uh, you just got a question. I, I don't know. Philadelphia sports to me are just amazing. As the Eagles are rolling, the Phillies are rolling, and then you got the Sixers uh, bringing the city down. <laughs> Flyers suck, but uh, yeah, I I I, I thought uh, observations from these just just pay attention to these teams. The these trends tend to hold up. Uh, at a pretty decent percentage when you're looking at overs and unders. So I invite people to explore the uh, overs and under trends for NHL and NBA. And then one thing that I wanted to talk about from a football standpoint before we go into uh, the college card after the break is teasers. I heard a really good piece this morning on uh, a radio show that I listened to uh, where a professional better was on there talking about how people – are falling in love with these teasers and they're and they're playing them uh, just blindly and and for those of you who aren't aware, teasers are similar to parlays, but you're buying points to get uh, a point spread down or a total down or up depending on what it is you're betting. Like for instance, the Steelers this week are plus ten and a half against the Eagles. So if you're going to tease the Steelers, you have an option to tease them. Uh, a six-point tease, a six-and-a-half-point tease, or a seven-point tease. So if you tease by seven, you would get the Steelers down to plus – or up to 17-and-a-half. Uh, th- that Those can be beneficial when you're doing it for teams who are underdogs and you can tack on an extra touchdown that you can get to cover the spread. Now, if you're going to tease the Eagles and you tease the Eagles down to three-and-a-half, 
That would be very, very stupid. Yeah. Three is a key number. You would never want to tease a team down from 10.5 to 3.5. You, you would want it to be under three. So that's one of the key things. You always tease with the mindset that you're going to get inside to three if you're the favorite or outside to three or outside to seven or inside to seven, depending on if you're favored or not. You, you want to be, if you're the Eagles, you want to be laying less. If you have the Eagles, you want to be laying less than three. So 10 and a half would not be a good spot to tease. 10 and a half to tease or 10 and a half for the Steelers on a tease wouldn't be a bad spot. It gets you to 17 and a half. But knowing the numbers are so important. You don't want to waste points and you're paying for these points. So six and a half. Six, uh, six, six and a half, and seven point teases in the NFL. You're you're looking at minus one twenty, minus one thirty, minus one forty, and upward for a two team tease. And then uh, you can get into plus money for the threes. But be sure if you're not sure about, you can email the show contact at thepineroompodcast.com. I can talk you more through this. But be sure you're not just throwing away numbers out there. Uh, people that tease and, and don't get the team that they're uh, laying the points with down underneath the three if you're if you're going to tease a team you got to be having that in, in your mindset if you're teasing a favorite you want to tease them to where they're giving less than three points no matter what you never want to let it hang at three and a half or same as seven if you had a team that was uh laying 14 i think there is is there a game that's that high this week uh, in the pros yeah no there actually isn't the bills one, are quite, yeah 11 given 11 to the yeah Packers. so even the bills that makes no sense to tease the bills and the advice that, that, that this guy gave too, and I totally agree with this, is if you're going to put teasers or with teams like the, uh, the Eagles and the Bills, uh, be sure that you explore the money lines. You, you're, you may be better off putting those teams together in money line parlays. And on a lot of these apps now, you can actually mix in alternate spreads, which could, uh, you could be using as a teaser leg and then putting them with money lines so you can mix and match. And a lot of books are letting you do that now. So please do that. Uh, try, to, try to start to get better at teasing. But I know so many people that play these teasers and they think, oh, oh if I get six, seven points on this team, this, this is a guarantee. But you're wasting your money because you're, you're, you're laying a, a big price for these and you're not getting the value. So uh, again, if you have questions, email the show. Uh, we'll be, I'll be happy to talk more about it. I'm not going to bore you to death with it. But if it's something that you play regularly, uh, be sure and contact us. If you're not sure, uh, we'll be glad to guide you through it. But, uh, guys, are you guys teaser play? Uh, Luke, I know your dad likes to play teasers. Uh, Coach, teaser uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not much of a teaser, but I, I just think it's, it's and so many times you don't see those, that number come into play to, to help you. And it, and to hit a four-team teaser is just – you think that it looks so good. It looks yeah. so tempting. It looks so easy. And honestly, uh, m- many, many times that six or seven points or whatever you're buying doesn't doesn't come into play. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. And, and yeah. it's, I don't think it's a – it's called a teaser because they're teasing you, they and, sure it, are. and it's not. And you're paying for it. You're 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 getting you're getting kind you're, of ripped off. Your odds are your you. odds are just terrible. I know your dad, Luke. He he loves them, doesn't he? Yes. He plays those what the big ones, those thirteen pointers, those uh, pleaser yeah. teasers. Yeah. I think they're so. Called. They're, those are for you that aren't aware. There are pleaser teasers. A lot of places have them now. DraftKings is adding them. They're thirteen point teases, and they also have uh, most books. These would be these have been around for years. The ten point tease, ten point three team teasers. Uh, most books have those as well. That's strictly for three. You can't do any more. You can't do any less, and you can get 10 on those, but those are minus money. Uh, so that means you're laying juice to do that. Uh, so be aware. Uh, another thing, too, know your house rules about teasers, too. 
Uh, some places rip you off even more, so they juice these things uh, through the eyeballs, and then if a, you tie on one, it's a loser. So yes. be sure, don't ever play a teaser anywhere that ties lose. That would be horrible. If you hit a four- or five-leg teaser and you have one tie, you, you won't want that ticket to be a loser. So never, ever do that. And then I can't recommend this enough. Don't tease college games. You can't. They're just they're not worth it. Like Coach said, that that number doesn't come into play as much as you think. You're wasting money. Uh, pro Most professional guys will tell you you can only ever tease uh, the NFL. So uh, anyway, those are our tips on teasers. Hopefully that helps people out. Maybe people that aren't aware of them, uh, read about them, look, uh, do a little research, see if it's something maybe you're interested in. But I would say proceed with caution and, uh, you know, be sure you have a plan when you're getting ready to do that. But we are going to take a break here on Better's Last Stand, and we're going to come back and talk uh, Luke college football with Luke DePlaga, get his generation's picks. 11 and 5. And then go through the entire card. We'll be right back. This show is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activity should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem contact 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. All right, welcome back into Better's Last Stand, episode 15. This is our uh, college football segment, uh, but we're going to get two winning picks here from Luke DePlaga down in Generations. He was 1-1 one one last week, looking to get back in the 2-0 uh, and o column as we go forward. Uh, we'll see if he's going to dabble into uh, college or pros this week. Luke, uh, welcome back to the show as always. Uh, where, where are we going this week, man? Are, you, are we staking in the pros or are we going to go uh, college and pro or what are you going to do? We're going to go back to college. Okay. What what what, um, what conference are we heading to? A um, little bit of independent and ACC oh. and Big Twelve. Okay, okay. I think right. that independent might be Notre Dame Syracuse game, Luke. <laughs> oh, okay, big boy. All right, what do you got? Fire away. Notre Dame plus two and a half. Okay, all right. A- any reasoning there after watching uh, Notre Dame uh, struggle this year? It's a must must win. Must win in terms of what? Why? Just uh, I mean, obviously the coach isn't going anywhere, but just for the coach their... isn't going anywhere. Pride. Yeah, well, you're right about that. And and so you think they're going to take care of the cues? Who's having a heck of a year? You you just you think Notre Dame can pick it up, huh? I think so. I'm a, I'm a big fan of their coach. Yeah, I am too. Luke, you Luke sitting here, massive Notre Dame fan. Luke, what's your thinking? I agree. I agree with that pick. <laughs> all right. He, he's, all right. he's all smiles. He's smiling. I mean, they're playing in a basketball arena. Come on. Notre Dame is supposed to be a football, I mean, powerhouse. I mean, you're going to lose in that arena. <laughs> yeah, the carrier dome. Yeah. All right. So, so Luke's uh, first pick out of the gate, the Irish catching two and a half. Where are we headed in pick two? We're going TCU. Pound in the Mountaineers, minus seven and a half. <laughs> Come on. That should be like a 14. Yeah, uh, the public all over TCU right now, so I expect that line will probably start going up. Uh, but, yeah, you might be right. This this could be a bad spot for the Mountaineers. <laughs> this could be really bad. I, I can't see I mean, them re- – I can't see them regrouping, Luke. I really can't. I think – I mean, I feel – I, I, I feel bad for that JT Daniels. He could play anywhere in the country. 
I don't see him staying there next year. Yeah, that could be tough. Uh, I, I think they've thrown in the towel. Honestly, I do. I, I, I'm a Neil Brown guy. I like him, but I think uh, I think they've yeah. thrown I think they've thrown in the towel. And if they get their ass kicked this week, I think He's they're done. yeah. I I think they're gonna. Now I've heard. Uh, have you heard anything about you freeze? I, I heard oh, something about that. I, I yeah. heard that those are the, the name popping around. You heard anything? I haven't heard anything. But you, the biggest mistake was letting Luke Fickle go back in the three four years ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I I agree with that a hundred percent. And uh, you know, people thought Neil Brown was going to be the answer. And I'm I'm not saying everything is his fault, but these are his players. These are his recruits. And if they were in games, it'd be different than what they did against Texas and uh, Texas Tech. That's that's just embarrassing. Yeah, I mean it's sad, but um, I mean not even ten years ago they were top five program. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take the Irish plus two and a half TCU yes. to 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 throttle our beloved Mountaineers. Yes. <laughs> hey, Luke. Yes. Uh, well, we got you on here. What What are your thoughts on the Raiders this week as they head down to the Bayou to play New Orleans? Oh, Raiders, oh, they'll cover. Whatever the spread is, they'll cover. The Raiders are about to go on a streak. Okay, they're laying dangerous. two on the road right now. Hey. hey, I don't care what they are. It's the Raiders, baby. <laughs> hey, your man Josh Jacobs on my fantasy team, he's just, he's killing it. Yeah. He is killing it. Yeah. Best- you know what's the best part about it? They're going to have to pay him now. They right. gave Darren Waller all this money. He doesn't even play. Yep. And they declined his fifth year. They're going to have to show him some money. Right. Yeah. Jacobs, I saw where he has the, the best start for a Raiders running back since uh, Darren McFadden. Man, that yeah. seems like a long time ago. McFadden. But, uh, <laughs> what a throwback that was. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so what's going on down at Generations this weekend? Uh, nothing much, really. Halloween weekend. We just, well, just pretty much football, beer, wings, burgers, burgers. We're not doing a Halloween party, but same okay. old usual stuff's going to happen, uh, food wise and beer wise specials. Hey, and you um, got uh, you got your Super Bowl boards going too, right? Yeah, they're going. I need to start selling them. It's yes. Gate. Yes. <laughs> All right, we got to get the word out. You got a you got a hundred dollar and a fifty dollar board. Yes. Okay. We'll yeah. Get- yeah, let's 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 plan a show out here. Better's last day. I'd love here. to do that. Yes. Definitely. You just tell us when, man. We'll we'll make it happen. Just whatever week Anytime. works for you. Anytime. Okay. We'll get that on the books here soon then. But uh, thanks for joining us as always, Luke. Uh, best of luck this week with uh, Notre Dame and the Horn Frogs. And we will talk to you next week, buddy. Thank you. All right, Luke. All right. Talk to you, buddy. All right. All right. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah, right. thank See you. you. See you. Yep, that was Luke DePlaga giving us his two uh, picks, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish and the TCU Horn Frogs. Thanks again to Generations for everything they've done for us. Uh, we're going to try to do a Better's Last Stand on yeah. site somewhere. We haven't done that yet, so that's pretty cool. Uh, be looking for that in the coming weeks. But we're going to dive into the college card now and see uh, what us three geniuses can come up yeah. with as uh, as Luke started us off with a couple of noon games. Uh, Coach, the noon card this week is the strongest area of the card. Uh, looks like yeah, uh, three, not not very good night games. Yeah, three thirty last weekend was uh, was the uh, strong part of the card. But I'm I'm with you. The noon the noon Saturday looked good. We got a couple of a couple of things to toil with before uh, before that. The Virginia Tech North Carolina <laughs> yeah. State's an interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd be I'd be giving out the Wolfpack as a heavy play if this game if this show was going to be on before uh, Friday morning. Uh, that's a Thursday night game. You guys like anything in the Thursday Friday? 
segments. I, I, I'm then we'll see this. Uh, I like NC State also. Yeah, I, yeah, I think, NC State, uh, Virginia Tech. What is, about Washington State, Utah? If you had to make a play on that one, that line is dropping. Uh, Utah was like almost I, eight. Now it's down I, to seven. I'd play you. I'd play Washington State at home there uh, uh, on the late night uh, yeah. FS1 game. Yeah, sure. I would play. I'd play Washington State catching us to. Would you yep. say it's down? Well, it's now? down to seven. Uh, I was yeah. if you wanted to get them, you would have would have loved to have had a seven and a half. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, I agree. I, I'm gonna be Got on the it. Cougars. Anything on Friday night? I, I think East Carolina has been a team that's been playing really well. I don't know how they'll do on the road though at BYU. Yeah, I'm not, I, I don't have much of a feel on that game at all. I I, I can't I can't yeah. figure either one. Yeah, of those they're teams. tough. Yep. Both teams. The East Carolina very good at home. Uh, just okay on the road. Yeah. All, right, all right, let's dive into this noon kickoff. Uh, Boston College and UConn. Any thoughts on that game? Uh, sharp money on the under. That's not that's not the highlight of the noon card by any means. Uh, any opinions on that game? Well, Probably Boston, under. Boston College is six and zero in this series. Five and one yeah. against the spread. Um, you know, Connecticut, they pulled that upset against Fresno State. It's going to be a tricky uh, game for yeah, BC. Yeah, I agree, but I, I, I probably I, – I'm with you. I'd probably play the under in that game. I, I, don't, I don't anticipate a lot of points yeah. in that game, but Luke, I don't have a big feel. I love BC here. I, I, okay. That's probably one of my strongest plays. I okay. love Boston College. All right. All right. Oh, that's bold. And not really. I mean, going to, Connecticut's been a doormat for years, but they are getting a little bit better uh, – That'll be a good game, actually. I'm, I'm be anxious to check it out. All right, let's move to the big game of the day, Ohio State at Penn State. I thought this would be a night game and a whiteout, but they did that last week, and they beat Minnesota pretty good. Ohio State minus 16 on the road, total 61. Uh, this is an interesting uh, start off in the wagering pools. Uh, public all over Penn State, but I did hear a couple of respected betters also backing Penn State. Most of the sharp money on Ohio State. Uh, I don't know, guys. Uh, this this is a game I'm thinking that I really like the under in this game. Uh, I think that's way, way too high of a spread. Penn State's going to try to keep this at a snail's pace if they have any chance. Uh, I agree with that 100%. Penn State's actually covered five of the last six in this series, which uh, I, I tend to think that um, they may – I don't think they have a chance of winning the game. Well, they always have a chance to win the game, but right. I, like, I like them to stay – I like them to stay within the the, the spread here. I, I like uh, I like the Nittany Lions at home. Um, uh, I'm trying to see here. Uh, High State's not covered three of the last four in Happy Valley, so I think um, I think that um, uh, Penn State will uh, hang around in this game. Yeah, Luke, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm on I'm on Penn State here as well. I think uh, I think Ohio State hasn't been battle tested enough, and I don't think they prove. I don't think people talk like yeah. they're all good. I don't think they're any everything people think they are. Yeah, honestly, they the best team they've beaten has been you guys, and you haven't had your best year. So yeah, uh, yeah I, I'm I'm skeptical on Ohio State. I think they're right now. I don't disagree because people will always say, "Oh, you hate Ohio State," but I'm trying to be unbiased here. They are, they are the best team right now visually, but they haven't played anybody. This is the first step up they've taken in a while. We'll see what they can do. Um, I, I expect them to win the game. Uh, I, I'm going to be on the under, and if I had to make a play, I would wait till the very end and hope some Ohio State money comes in and I can get 17 with Penn State. That's where I would be going. All right, let's go to your game, Luke. Uh, a noon kick as well. Notre Dame Fighting Irish visiting the Syracuse Orange in the Carrier Dome. The Orange now a two-and-a-half-point favorite, the total 47-and-a-half. Notre Dame opened a small favorite, minus one. And the public money has swayed this, which is interesting. That means it's coming in in barrels on Syracuse. Uh, that worries me a lot. Uh, Syracuse has uh, been great this year. They've been good at home. They've had a tough loss last week. Um, 
I, I, I'm very leery of teams uh, that the public get behind, such as Syracuse guys. I think Notre Dame might be the right side here, as Luke DePlaga thinks it is, as he gave us that one of his picks a couple minutes ago. What are you guys thinking? Luke? Yeah, I, I actually do not being biased. I, I like the Irish here. Uh, I think they're going to be uh, – I think they'll come into the carrier dim. I think they'll be ready to play. And uh, Freeman needs another ranked win under his uh, belt, so I think, uh, I think he'll get one here against yeah. the Orange. I would agree, Coach. And I, I would uh, – honestly, I would lean for us as a, as a group to play Notre Dame as our bush light pick this oh, week. If we, if we were all going to be together – uh, and really pull because we're going to need well, maybe all if of, the Doyles are in the pond we're going to need all of our uh, all, all of our cheering and rooting and 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 uh, craziness to be pulling the same uh, rope. But I I would play Notre Dame. I I really like Notre Dame here. But I've been I've been on Notre Dame two or three times this year and it hasn't yeah. worked out real yeah. well for me. So I'm, yeah. even I, last week they let the cover get away from. Yeah, they should have easily covered. I, I thought to, I thought they'd cover that guy. I told you last week, Luke. I thought they'd win that game. Handily, oh, and they let it. They, they should have. Yeah. Uh, so, absolutely. What do you guys think on the total? I, I'd lean to the under here. I think this. I think points will be tough. I think Syracuse defense is legitimately pretty good. Uh, thoughts on the total? Any uh, strong? No, no strong no? field there. Okay. I just like. I like the Irish. All right, everybody on the Irish all the way around. All right, Arkansas at Auburn, another noon kick in the SEC. Right now, the Razorbacks minus three and a half on the road. The total sixty one and a half. Uh, opened around fifty nine and a half, up a couple points. Uh, some big money coming in on the over in this game. Uh, I can see this game being an up and down game, guys. The two teams I don't think are very good though. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like either one of these teams either. Don't have much of a, don't have much of a feeling it. Arkansas, Arkansas is zero six straight up and one and five against the spread in this series. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm with you. I, I don't. I don't have much of a feel. I, I've watched Auburn several times. That have not <laughs> much been, to your agony. Yes, have not been impressed with that. Uh, that I. I would probably say if I would if I was going to play this game, which I probably will, I would lean towards the under in this game. Okay. Uh, but but no strong feel. Yeah, Luke. Um, I would take the Razorbacks here. I don't. I think uh, Arkansas was a disappointment this year, but Auburn's just really bad. So I think yeah. I would lean the Razorbacks, but that three and a half might be a little fishy. I think that it could be a three point yeah. ball game. I'm with you. I, I, this is an interesting game. Uh, not because the teams are good, but because they're both similar and not very good. Uh, I've watched both these teams and been, uh, backing them both in bad spots and they, they've not, they've not come through. Um, I, I'm probably staying away from the game. Uh, I will watch, uh, intently see what happens, but, uh, Probably not one of my stronger plays. Yeah. All right. Also, a noon kick. The TCU Horn Frogs come to Morgantown to visit the West Virginia Mountaineers. TCU minus seven and a half. The total sixty nine. Uh, public all over TCU here. Uh, signs that the West Virginia Mountaineers are, have kind of packed it in as coach and Luke DePlaga were talking about uh, earlier in the segment. Uh, I don't know what to think about this game. I want to say West Virginia can be competitive at home in this game, but. Uh, the public money on TCU also makes me kind of like the Mountaineers, but I don't know, Coach. You make you guys make a strong point that they may be packed it in. Yeah, that's that's my worry that that the uh, that the Mountaineers have packed it in. But is this a catch game for TCU? Is this is this a game where they are seven and zero? They're they're walking on uh, walking on the clouds, and yeah. they they, they think, telling that, them they good think they're unbeatable. And the Mountaineers have at times, especially against Baylor, have showed that they can. They can score points now. Their offense went in the tank last how about, week. How about their defense? I just it's unbelievable. Five hundred ninety and five hundred ninety four yards given up the last two games. I mean that's that's hard to do. It is, and it, and, it, and it, you know obviously it's showing in the crowds coming to the Mountaineer games. Yeah. It's showing in the 
you know, in the in, on the social media end of it. You know, he Neil Brown's obviously in a bunch of trouble. And if they if they go out and lay an egg this week and get get just slaughtered again, like again, like they did against Texas and uh, Texas Tech, I, I, I they may have to make a, they may have to make a move just to. Just to get the crowd, you know, they can't continue <laughs> yeah. to lose the crowd and and the and the people in West Virginia because it's not going to get any better if they get. But I I I don't know I I, I it could be a little bit of a trap game for TCU yeah. uh, Mountaineers homecoming. You know who knows I, yeah. I I I don't know I just don't see Mountaineers covering though. Yeah, Luke, what are you thinking? Um, I'm on the Mountaineers here actually. Okay, okay. I think, uh, I think uh, Morgantown will be rocking it. Uh, yeah, I maybe, agree. Uh, I don't know. I just think I think TCU is another fraud team. I don't think they're good at all. I think the Big Twelve is a joke uh, in football, and uh, all these recruits still wanting to go to Oklahoma, which, which is another thing that's got me fired up lately. It just makes no sense. That program right. and A and M, they just they look like they're going the wrong direction. I don't know why recruits want to go there. A and M, yeah, we'll get to them in a little bit. Oh boy, yeah, I read some of those mess. things. Though. Oh, good <laughs> lord! All right, <laughs> let's move on to a game that Luke or a team that Luke just talked about. Oklahoma Sooners visiting the Iowa State Cyclones. The Sooners minus one on the road. This game actually start open minus one. I think it's I think it's now um, Iowa State is now minus one. So that that's a flip flop there. Iowa State was the home dog. Uh, they are now a one point favorite to total fifty six. And I was just going to say Matt Campbell ten three and one as a home dog, but that may be thrown out as the line moves uh, to his favor. Uh, I, I'm not, I don't think Oklahoma is ready yet. Uh, they, they're, they're a couple years away with Venables. Iowa State, I'm not a backer of. Uh, Campbell, I think, uh, just continues to squander good talent. Um, I don't know. I'll be sitting this game out, guys. Uh, any thoughts? I'm playing this game over the total. Okay. I think uh, after watching Oklahoma last week, and I, I think they can – I think they can score some points, and I, I think defensively, um, uh, they'll they'll struggle against Iowa State. I like this game a lot over over the total of fifty six. Okay, Luke, I'm on Iowa State here. I just think again with Oklahoma. I mean, they they get a defensive coach that comes there, and they, the defense looks like never they've never played football before. So it's just it doesn't make sense. So give me Iowa State here. Okay, all right. Let's move on to uh, the. Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets on the road at Florida State. Rodney Seminoles. Seminoles minus 24 right now. Uh, actually opened at 19 and a half, uh, the total 47. So tons of money coming in on Florida State right now. Uh, the professionals hitting them pretty good. I don't believe they played last week. I think they're off a of bye. Yeah, they were. They, they have good. I think they have good, pretty good numbers off a of bye, if I remember reading earlier. But uh, any strong thoughts on this game, guys? I, I love Florida State in this game. Okay. I think Florida State – Takes care of business. They've lost a couple of real close games uh, recently. Coming off a of bye, as you said, even though amazingly Georgia Tech has won the last two meetings and seven and zero against uh, against the spread since 2015. Uh, and then, as we said, Florida State's lost three since starting out the season four and zero. I still think that Florida State. Um, takes care of business here and, and okay. wins this wins this game uh very very handily i think right. they so you're, you're fine laying the 24 is, well, is a now. flexor muscles yep. and, and win this game handily okay. luke i'm on I'm, I'm against you i'm on tech here I, I, okay. I think florida state's another team that hasn't proven themselves over the last <laughs> many years and uh, i think that 
I think Georgia Tech honestly could win the game. I haven't seen enough from Florida wow. State to prove that they can cover 24 yeah. against another ACC opponent. I wouldn't count it out either. I'd like to think Florida State was trending in the right direction, but you never know in the ACC. These yeah. teams are bad. So speaking of another bad team, my team, the yeah. Miami Hurricanes at the Virginia Cavaliers. Miami somehow continues to be favored in these games. And if you remember last week, I told you not to bet them. I hope nobody did because, yeah. again, they're humiliated at home. Uh, this week they go on the road to Virginia, minus two, the total 47 and a half. Uh, this actually is a game I think Miami might be able to win, but I would not be betting them at all. These are two really, really, really bad teams. Uh, I, I think it's a stay-away game. Guys, do you have any thoughts on I, this I one? like the game under the total. Okay. That's that's the way I'd lean. i do not strong on it, but I, I think um, – I think this is a really good underplay. Uh, I okay. really like an under. Luke? I'm, I'm against you. I like the over here. Okay. Wow. All right. Man, Luke and I battle Explosive on these shows. Wow. Game. All right. Well, you're going to get right. One of you is going to be right, I think. Hey. So. Well, unless it hits right on. <laughs> right on. Battle, and, whatever, yeah, yeah, and it depends on what somebody betted at. Yeah. yeah. It can hit right around the number. All right. Let's move on to the <clears throat> Big Ten. The Rutgers Scarlet Knights visiting the Minnesota Golden Gophers. The Gophers minus 14, total 41. Uh, my gopher bet is all but up in flames as I bet them over back in the uh, summer. Uh, they're a mess right now. Uh, I want to say Fleck can get it together, but they're, they're, they haven't looked good. But this could be a get-well game for them. Yeah. I, I, I actually like Minnesota in this spot, and I like the game under as well. I'm not sure Rutgers will score much. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. I like Minnesota. I've liked them since the beginning of the year, even though they have uh, stumbled here lately. I believe they've lost three straight. Yeah. Yeah, they've lost three straight, but I, I'm with you. At home, I, I think they'll uh, they'll cover the 14. Luke? Yeah, I agree. I'm on the Gophers. All right, Gophers all the way around. All right, let's move on down the card. Let's go to the Big Ten as well at a 330 kick. Northwestern visiting Iowa. Here's the sleep inducer of the week. Iowa minus 11, the total 37.5. And, and now here's the crazy part. Actually, it's 38 now. Uh, this thing opened at 35, and people are actually betting it up. It's up to 38 now. Uh, how could you bet this? game over i don't know how you could bet it over (laughs) i just don't i I, you know iowa came out scored an early touchdown on ohio state and of course tanked it the rest of the way got a field goal the rest of the way and i think one of your strong plays last week matt was iowa state or i'm sorry iowa team total yeah under under, yeah i think it i think it actually was ten and a half i but i I believe was yeah i think we looked it up ten and a half remember looking that up luke oh okay so they they damn they got it over they got over with that field goal (laughs) yeah there was a many totals, but I think, yeah, seven, you I think seven and a half was minus 135. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and this is another game. Uh, how many do they score here? I mean, I, I don't <laughs> I don't see. And do they win? Northwestern could maybe win this game. I wouldn't put it past. I feel like Northwestern has a better offense than them. At least they showed a couple of times this year. But I, I don't know. I don't, know. I, I don't think this total could be low enough. I, no. I, I can't no, see. They it had it right, 35. They opened it, and it's 38. Uh, Who's I've, betting this over? I, I, I like the game under. Yeah, maybe people just blindly looking. And Luke, what do you what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I like the under, and I think uh, I think the most of the practice this week has to be focused on the punters. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Coffin corner kicks and 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 yeah. and, a, and a concession stand selling enough coffee to keep people awake or caffeine to keep them awake. <laughs> I wonder how many first down passes there'll be in the game. <laughs> I'd like to have a, a middle line on that. Actually, yeah, the, the, the concession the, the operator saying, make sure we order enough caffeine. Yes, no decaf coffee sold at this game and hot chocolate with lots of caffeine as well. So, all right, let's move on to the uh, largest outdoor cocktail party, Coach. You've been to this game I, before. I, I have been Florida to this Gators game. at the Georgia Bulldogs in Jacksonville. The 
Bulldogs minus 23 and a half, the total 56 and a half. Uh, came came up a little bit total wise. Uh, public looks to be on this over. Uh, probably when a lot of drunk people get together, they like to bet over the total and cheer for the points. It's from fifty four and a half up to fifty seven. Any thoughts here? I, I would pr- kind of lean Georgia, but this is a rivalry game, so I I couldn't play them at twenty three. What do you think? Well, one, only one of the last eight meetings have been decided by less than two touchdowns. Yeah, isn't that with, interesting? Yes, so. I, I don't know. I, I, I back to I did uh, attend this game three years ago. Really cool setting. Half Was that the, right prior to COVID. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Half the half the stadium in in the Florida Colors and half in Georgia, and it's a really really cool setting. It was a really enjoyable game. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think Georgia. I, I, I can't see Florida scoring very much in this game. Um, I, I think it'll, I like that number to be around there, uh, but I would probably lean Georgia a tick. Yeah, maybe Florida team total under too. If yeah, you can get a decent. I, I, yeah, if, you, if it's around twenty and a half or something, maybe maybe. Luke, what on. are you thinking on that one? I'm I'm against you. I'm on the Gators. So I don't, I think, I don't enjoy <laughs> man, oh man, you guys are sparring quite often here. Tonight. Man, oh man, jeez. All right. Um, Okay, uh, I don't really have a strong opinion on that game. Uh, probably look at that Florida total under, maybe. Uh, re- hit real quick on the Mean Green game. Uh, North Texas Mean Green at, at the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Uh, my cousin Jake, Mark's nephew, uh, scored a touchdown last week. For and it's the his mean birthday Green. today. And it's his birthday today. So uh, talk to my man this morning. He's doing good. Uh, another big game for them. I like this game over. Uh, it's came down a little bit. Open 71, now 68.5. Western Kentucky laying 10 in the game. Um, just hopeful that Jake continues to play well in the Mean Green. Uh, I think their program's trending in the right direction. They they had a rough year last year, but they've been pretty competitive this year. Yeah, they have been. They 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 hit a tough streak there for for a minute, but I think they're uh, their conference is deceptively good. They it got, is, it's a it good is, league. Actually. It is a good league. And uh, but back to Jake, his and his younger brother, who's only a sophomore yes. in in, in uh, out in Oklahoma, um, is being heavily recruited. Just got offered by Missouri. Uh, he's he been was at the Tennessee off, game. He was at the Tennessee upset Bama. over Bama. He's been offered by Kentucky. Yeah. So uh, awesome. That, and Riley won homecoming queen. Their sister won so. homecoming queen. So the the Roberts family in Oklahoma. We want to wish them well. And uh, boy, what Kristen and uh, Brian are, must be put, log some miles because they're in <laughs> they be- ever get a day off in oh, between man. high school volleyball and and Football. going to North Texas. Yeah. It's. Uh, it's a, but but you know what? There, I know Kristen's got a smile on her face Absolutely. and having a ball. The so I'm playing the Mean Green, catching the ten. All right, Luke. Any thoughts on the Mean Green game? I, I play the Mean Green. All right, all right. Let's go to the Big Twelve again. Oklahoma State visiting Kansas State. The Wildcats of K State are now minus one and a half. The total fifty six and a half. This opened the uh, Cowboys. Oklahoma State were a one point favorite. Say's team on the road. Uh, they opened the favorite. Now they're the dog. This is a tough game, guys. Uh, public all over Oklahoma State. The sharp guys are on Kansas State. Where do we Where do we go here? Ah, boy, this is a tough one. You know, we've been all over Oklahoma State. You know, we're, yep. we're we ride the Cowboys, but they're they're going to have their hands full in, uh, at um, uh, where what cities? Kansas, Manhattan, State? Manhattan. That's yeah. right. Yeah, Manhattan. That, that's that's going to be a dandy. I, I I don't know, Luke. You can talk me into something here. I'm on K State. I've been a backer at K State all year, and I think they're good. I think uh, last week they beat uh, TCU with a healthy uh, Adrian Martinez, the quarterback. So I'm uh, I'm on K State. What, what does it say to you guys that uh, I found this interesting? Oklahoma State uh, opened the favorite. They're now the dog. K State, even with a questionable quarterback with an injury, uh, is taking the money. I, that that to me is a sign. Maybe somebody knows something. I. 
I hate to say it, say, but this might be a bad spot for for Gundy and the boys. They've they've played great uh, up to this point, but uh, I would proceed with caution. Uh, probably not gonna not gonna have anything on this game uh, pre kick, but maybe observe and see if maybe you get involved in play. And that's a beautiful three thirty game, so everybody will be uh, feeling pretty good about that time. We'll have say wound up and uh, rooting for his Cowboys, screaming and yelling. Um, Yep. But uh, Luke, you're out, you're on K State, right? I am. All okay. right, let's go jump back up one. I miss this game. Uh, Pac-12 game: Oregon visiting Cal. Oregon minus seventeen and a half. Total fifty-eight. This game opened Oregon minus fourteen and a half. Bet up to seventeen and a half. Public money starting to show in Oregon. They're starting to become a darling team again that people like to bet. Uh, I'd be leery of laying it here, but Bo Nix has been impressive, Coach. I had him written off. I had no idea he could play this well. Yeah, he took they took care of my team last. Uh, Last week, and uh, I, I don't know. I, I, they may be, they may be starting to hit their stride here. You know, they may, they may be after that uh, debacle against Georgia. They're, yeah. they're, they're really starting to play well. I can't, I can't see Cal staying in this game. I'm playing Oregon. Okay, Luke. Where's this game at? It's at Cal at yeah. Berkeley. Yeah, give me Cal just because uh, Bo Nix is really bad on the road. I know he's playing well right now, yeah. but he's due for a bad game too. So I'm going to take Cal plus 17 and a half. All right, let's jump into the ACC as coaches Wake Forest Demon Deacons head to Louisville. The Deacons, minus three and a half, total 62. Boy, Louisville's been hard for me to gauge this year. Uh, I would probably play Wake here uh, just because I think they're just the better team, better coached. Uh, But you never know. Louisville could wake up one week and play well. I I don't have a strong thought on this game. I need Wake. Uh, I have six wins. I need them over eight and a half. Uh, So this would be one that I, 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 you know, I predicted them to win. So I'm – I'm rolling with the Deacons uh, this week. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the Demon Deacons. All right, the Deeks it is. All right, let's jump down the card to Illinois, the Fighting Illini on the road at the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Illinois now 7.5, the total 50.5. This open Illinois minus 5.5. Uh, jumped up a couple of points. Um, Illinois has been playing well, guys. Uh, do they go in here and get this win here in Lincoln against the Cornhuskers? Well, interesting. This is uh, I was doing some homework on this game. I believe uh, Illinois is uh, ranked number 17 in the country, first time since 2011. And they have the number one ranked defense in the, in the nation, yeah. uh, both scoring and, and total D. So uh, their defense is very, very good. Um, I saw they they've won the last two and covered the last three in the series. Correct. I think. Yeah, yeah, and so. I and I think they keep it rolling. I think uh, I think Illinois is a pretty darn good team in that and the Big Ten. I, yeah. I I I like them and I I really like them to cover in this game. Okay, Luke. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think that's seven and a half. So I'm, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Cornhuskers. Wow, man, you and Mark again, button heads. We're up. gonna have to start. We're gonna have to start laying some cash here, a buck <laughs> a buck a game or something here, yeah. Luke. And well, let's go back up to that Cincinnati UCF game. One game above that, uh, UCF now minus one. The total fifty six. Any any thoughts on that game? UCF getting backed a little bit. They lost to the East Carolina last week. Uh, Cincinnati's played well since their first game of the year. They got beat. Oh, that's a toss-up game. Yeah, uh, that's is. that's that's one that I I don't have much of a feel on at all. I, yeah, I, I, I I'm I'm with you about Cincinnati. I can't I can't figure can't them out. Figure them out. Uh, the, the the quarterback is back, right? He is yes. he is playing. Okay, so I don't know. I don't have I don't have much of a feel. You guys, anything? No, no, I don't. Luke, any thoughts on that game? I'd probably go Cincinnati. If yeah, I had to choose they're anything. playing pretty well. All right, jump back to the ACC. The Missouri Tigers visiting the South Carolina Gamecocks. Gamecocks minus three and a half, total 47. This is a pros versus Joes game. Public all over South Carolina. The professionals jumping on Missouri. Uh, 
Not really wild about backing either one of these teams, but if I had to make a choice, I'd probably lean Mizzou here. What do you guys say? Uh, boy, that's a tough one. South Carolina's 0-3 against, uh, against the spread and straight up in the series. So, I, you know, if that if that trend continues, I, I'm with you. Maybe Missouri on the road. And if, it, if you can get it at 3.5, yeah. I'd probably play uh, Missouri here. I think that's, that's the way I'm going to lean. Okay, Luke? South Carolina, just uh, they continue to impress with uh, Shane Beamer. There are a lot of underdogs in these games in the SEC, yeah. and they just continue to win. I think he's building a really good program down there. So, uh I'm going to roll with Beamer here. Right. I agree with you. Uh, I think this is a game they have to win, though. These are the, If you're going to take that next step in the program, you've got to win these home games that you're favored in against the program like Missouri. So this will be an interesting test for them. Not a game you would think they'd circle on the calendar, but nonetheless a really big game for their program. So we're against each other again, Luke. <laughs> Jeez, okay. Man, when you, whenever you guys agree, I think that might be the uh, Bushlight play of the week. Wow. <laughs> so, well, we're, we both agree on Notre <laughs> Dame. On Notre so Dame. That, okay, that might be the only one. And that one. might be our double-up money for the Pine Room yeah, bet that yeah. we're yeah, money line. Okay. All right. Uh, on to a huge game. A 7 o'clock kick. Kentucky visiting Tennessee. The Volunteers minus 12.5. The total 63.5. Public money all over Tennessee here. Uh, this is one of my top plays. I will be on Kentucky. Uh, I think this is a good spot for Kentucky. I think they battle in this game. Their defense is far better than Alabama's. I think they're going to uh, not give up those big plays of Tennessee as Alabama did. I expect this to be close, and if I was going to uh, have to choose on the total, I would probably lean to the under. What are you guys thinking? Well, Kentucky's off of a bye, and uh, before that they played their best game of, uh, uh, of the year. Yes, we both had them that week. Beating too. Mississippi State. And uh, and I I'm with you, Matt. I I like uh, I'm I'm leaning to the Wildcats here. Tennessee, you know, is uh, is on a little bit of a roll here, but I think Kentucky goes in there and gives them a battle. Yeah, Luke. Uh, I think we're here to agree on this one. I'm all over the Wildcats. I think uh, I love uh, I hate how these all these Tennessee fans think they're the best team in the nation. I I think this might be one of the worst college football playoffs and uh, <laughs> has ever been. I think if Tennessee gets in and they got in like a couple years past, I mean they'd get just absolutely destroyed. So yeah. I think I think they're another fraud team. I think they could maybe get upset this week, and I really hope they do to just to break their fans' hearts. Hey, I wouldn't count it out. Uh, Kentucky, I think, is really well coached. Uh, I think they'll have a shot. We'll We'll see. All so right. you're not you're not a you're you're not a, t- a fan of the the Tennessee fans, huh? No, they're horrible. They they, they, they are pretty loud, they, obnoxious. Ever since they say. threw all the uh, trash on the field, which I think it was Ole Kiffin? Miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're just, they just yeah. they they think they're something they're not. They haven't been. Good yeah, players. they they're desperate to be good again. I feel sorry. for That's them one thing about Notre Dame fans are humble, right? Even yeah. when winning, uh, most of an them. issue. Nine out of ten of them, <laughs> not all. We sell like a high state fans, right? Very humble. Yes. <laughs> oh, we love our Ohio State fans. We know. Yes. We got plenty of listeners. Yeah. All right. Oh, Let's great. head to the Pac-12. USC visiting Arizona. USC minus 15, a total 76. Uh, I don't know. I'd be leery about laying the 15 I on agree. the road here. I, I'd I play agree. Arizona or pass on this game. I think USC is pretty good, and I really think they're going to be good in a year or two. Uh, just not sure they're there yet and, and strong enough to cover 15 on the road. I'm with you. I'm, I'm playing uh, – I'm definitely playing Arizona here uh, at home. Okay. Luke? I'm on the under. Okay. I like that. I think that's a strong play. 76, that's getting a little bit out of hand. Uh, SC's got a good offense, but geez. Um, Yeah, I I think that under might be a good play. All right. Ole Miss at Texas A&M, a 730 kick in the SEC. Ole Miss minus 2.5, the total 55. This is a game uh, Ole Miss last week really thoroughly embarrassed at LSU in the second half of that game. They were toe-to-toe with them, and then they just completely fall apart. 
Texas A&M's entire program is in shambles right now. They got guys smoking weed in the locker room. That's unbelievable. In the locker room. That's I mean, incredible. what kind of a guy thinks that's okay? And, and then the coach, he's he's a disaster. We, we've been saying it here on this show for weeks now. Jimbo Fisher can't coach. He might recruit these guys, but he doesn't do anything with them when he gets them there. Uh, I'd like to pass on both these teams, but I guess I'll take Ole Miss if I had to. I would play, I'd play Ole Miss here, too, with the, with the problems that uh, A&M have. They um, said uh, the guys are the guys of the locker room's giving up. They said it's yeah. just completely – and all these guys, the problem when you're bringing in all these five stars is they all think they're NFL Absolutely. studs, and they're already behaving like they're NFL guys. So, yeah. Luke, what are you thinking about I'm this? I'm on the Rebels. I think A&M's just an absolute – Yes, and I think if they lose this, I think they really got to think of Jimbo being on the hot seat. Yeah, and how about that buyout? It's like $87 million. And then Jimbo come to West Virginia, right? Back, I, I perfect. Back home. Perfect for him. They'll, they'll never win again. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> oh, boy. Look out, Mountaineer fans. Don't You don't want that guy. You don't want – you're better off going out and trying to get Rich Rodriguez back. You know? That's exactly You should have never right. left. All right, Michigan versus Michigan State. The Spartans visiting the Wolverines. Wolverines minus 23.5 now. The total 54.5. This open 21.5. Now up to 23.5. I have not been a big Michigan backer. They worried me all year, but I think they'll absolutely massacre the Spartans here. I, oh. I really, really like Michigan okay. in this spot, and I don't like to lay points like that, but I think they absolutely crush Sparty here. And, uh, you know, Michigan State's won the last two in this series and gave the Wolverines their only uh, regular season loss last yes, year. Yes, they did. So uh, I. Payback. I, yeah, but I'm 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 sort of leaning with you, Matt. I can't see Michigan State scoring much here. I like this game under yeah. the total. Really, I I do. I like this game under the total. A yeah, lot. I could see this being like forty-seven to three, Michigan. Or yeah, I, I don't I don't see Michigan State scoring much here. Luke, what do you think? I'm on Sparty. Here. Okay, I, yeah, okay. I, I I just can't. I don't think Michigan's good either. I don't, I, I don't, I don't either. See it. I don't think they can throw the ball. I, they have a good run game, and I I think uh, Michigan State obviously their passing game is their defense is for the passing game is horrible. But I think they'll be able to start off the run a little bit and uh, stay within those points. Yeah, Michigan State's performance against Ohio State a few weeks ago, I, I was I was appalled at how bad a Big Ten team can be. Uh, they're completely outclassed. Uh, I think it happens here again. But, again, I, I, I still worry about Michigan offensively, like you were saying, Luke. Uh, just a little concerned about them. They're, they're so reliant on the run. And that can only – I mean, you got to be able to run the football, but you got to be able to throw it, too, in today's modern game. And they so. praise Jim Harbaugh when he's played <laughs> Connecticut and Hawaii every week. Right. Their they're out-of-conference <laughs> schedule was illegal. laughable. That should it, it should be. It, and, but then again, the, the Ohio State guys, they played nobody except yeah. you the whole year. So we'll see. Interesting game. Uh, big rivalry clash. Usually that game always turns out to be – uh, crazy chaotic uh, ending like that punt game a yeah. few years ago. I'll never forget that one. All right, Baylor at Texas Tech in the Big 12. The Red Raiders minus 2.5, total 63. This open 61 is now up to 63, so you're seeing some overplay there. Uh, man, my Baylor Bears have disappointed yeah. me. I, I really needed them to win a couple of these close games that they've had. They're 4-3 and three now. They're never going to get to the seven, over the 7.5, so that bet is done. Uh, I like Texas Tech here, so actually. Do I. Uh, I think Baylor has realized their season's starting to come to a halt. And uh, they may just uh, you know go through the motions. Here. I'm with you. I'm I'm playing Texas Tech here. I like. I they got like some them. confidence. They got some swagger. That team's uh, not bad. Uh, at home uh, night game, we were all way wrong on them. We had them Boy. pegged to be terrible, and uh, we were way wrong. So yes, I'm I'm on Texas Tech. Luke, I'm I'm on the Bears here. I think the Bears okay. win the game straight up. I think that I think this is a get right game for them if they win this. I think Be a big one for them. Uh, some momentum. And I, I'm on the Bears here. I believe in the coach, and uh, I think I think he gets right here. I agree with the coach uh, definitely. Um, 
Let's go down to the ACC. Pitt at North Carolina. The Tar Heels minus three. The total 64 and a half. Uh, starting to see some play on the over here. Boy, Pitt's been disappointing. North Carolina's kind of righted the ship after the beginning of the year that they had. Uh, couldn't stop anybody. Uh, West Liberty might have scored 50 on them. But uh, <laughs> Tar Heels uh, laying the points here at home. I, I don't know. Pitt, I can't trust them, but I really can't trust North Carolina either. Uh, I might play this game under, but uh, don't know. I, I like the Tar Heels here. Okay. I, I'm with you. I think Pitt's had a disappointing season. I think North, North Carolina's playing much better. I, I think North Carolina night game there, I, th- I like them to cover that three. Okay, Luke. Uh, we're against each other again. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the Panthers. I, okay. I, I think North Carolina's defense is just really bad. And I think if you can just stop them a couple of times, you could win the game. Yeah. Yep. Well, Pitt's just – they've been so inconsistent on offense. Uh, that's a game uh, – just going back to the Mountaineers, they let that get away from them. Yes. Their whole season could have been different Matt, if they would have won that Matt, game. Matt, what about that uh, that Pac-12 showdown you forgot about? Oh, that. yeah, geez. How can I – Arizona State at Colorado. Yeah, ESPNU 730. Be sure and set your DVR for this. You'll want to watch it twice. It'll be so good. <laughs> Arizona State minus 13, the total 46.5. All right. The over. All right. Luke's on the over there. Luke's Coach, the any over. thoughts I'm, there? I got nothing. I uh, know we won't have that one on one of the Pine Room TVs. Oh, well, Nick might have that. As well, a that's true. Play. Well, by that he time, seems like the kind of guy that would love. By Colorado. that time, he'll be throwing his he'll be he'll be throwing his phone up in the air by then and yeah. sitting well, up in the sitting up in the corner. Hopefully, somebody brings peanuts. a good dessert, or it'll be th- what peanuts in the air. Oh, yeah. those uh, peanut yeah. or that, those peanut pretzel butter filled things, pretzel, yeah, yeah. pretzels. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then finishing up here in the Pac-12, Stanford at UCLA. Coaches Bruins minus seventeen and a half. Now the total sixty-four and a half at open. 14 and a half, uh, taking some play on UCLA, some play on the over. Uh, public starting to get behind UCLA a little bit. Do they bounce back after I, last week's debacle? I hope. No, I can't I can't stub my toe here because if no. I – this is one that I had to – now, we've won a few that I didn't think would win. Now, Stanford can't up, upset another team like this, can they? Boy, I, I you, you wouldn't think, and I sure hope not. I hope the Bruins uh, come out and take care of business here because that, that could get me much closer to my uh, – my t my Fresno State T-shirt from uh, Lauren the Better. So I'm I'm yeah, right all, now. You stand at six and one, right? I was six and one, and I need uh, I need three more wins. So okay. I, I need this one. So I'm playing yeah. I'm playing my beloved Bruins, but uh, unfortunately, I will not probably be seeing much of this game. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that concludes our college card for this week. I uh, one thing I wanted to mention. I actually have a winner. I can check mark uh, Oregon State. If you played them uh, over Yay. the five and a half, they got their sixth win last week. They are off this week. So the Beavers are celebrating up there in Corvallis. So they got the job done. One of my first future winners uh, and one of the only ones I have that are actually in contention. But uh, actually, Virginia Tech's still looking good under. But anyway, uh, that's the college card for week number nine here on Better's Last Stand. We are going to take a break and come back and give you all the winners in pro football. Easy sport. This show is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activity should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem contact 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. All right, welcome back into Better's Last Stand. Uh, we're going to talk some NFL now. Uh, guys, exciting college car we just discussed there. You and Luke are going to be button heads. Yeah, that's going to be great. That's going to be great. We'll just be we'll be battling, throwing peanuts at each other and ribbing each other, and then and then of course he'll leave me. 
Yeah, yeah, he probably he will. About what five o'clock? No, later. For sure. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. Good. Well, you need to you need to stay. We need to get pumped up. I'd say seven o'clock. Well, that's that's not too bad. Boy, it used to be man midnight one o'clock. Shit, he'd be there earlier than Nick sometimes. Earlier than Nick and later than me. Yeah. Yep. Well, so, but that happens when you. Yeah. When you. <laughs> yeah. When, yeah. the, when girls ruin everything. When you're a stud high school athlete and all the women. Girls you. ruin everything. Yeah, they do. It's incredible. So. They do. Well, if we got any lady betters uh, watching the show, uh, email the show. Uh, at contact at thepineroompodcast.com. Give Luke some advice. Uh, say, stay in the pine room uh, as long as you can. But uh, anyway, for those of you just joining us or haven't watched the show before, uh, follow us on social media at the Pine Room Podcast, and as I just gave you the email, contact at thepineroompodcast.com, and be sure and check out our shop, the online store that Jub has done such a great job with, thepineroomshop.com. Uh, get all your Pine Room swag. You got our Halloween gears in there for a couple more uh, days, probably a week or two uh, more. Uh, we got the Halloween show coming up on Friday at River City. Be sure and check that out. Be sure and check our podcast out from the prison which uh, would have came out yesterday, Thursday of this week, our Ohio County tailgate, November the 4th, Wheeling Park and John Marshall. Uh, Soup and Stuff, we just launched it. Those guys were working on the uh, second uh, uh, show of that, the second installment of Soup and Stuff. First one was really great with Sarah's on Main, so be sure and check that out. Coach, how was your meal down there? Oh, it was excellent. I had a, I had a grinder and I had a bowl of Looked good. soup that was uh, fantastic. It's a really cool setting, and uh, I'd highly recommend uh, – Going to Sarah's, they're yeah. they're a little limited on their hours, which uh, I'm not real sure why. Uh, but uh, they, I think they're only open on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and maybe Saturday morning. But but when you're in there, it's fantastic, and the food is great. I enjoyed yep. every second of it. Right, did, yep. did, did a lot of my my homework down there too. It was <laughs> nice, great, nice, yeah. So shout out to Soup and Job uh, for all the great work they've done there. Soup is just killing it every day now. He just continues to uh, amaze us with his efforts and. Uh, his sponsorships that he's been able to get with us or uh, for us. Uh, we have a lot of uh, new uh, partnerships uh, starting to develop that we'll be telling you all about down the road. But we're not going to waste any more time. We're going to talk NFL now, uh, jump into the Thursday game. Uh, this will be seen after that. But any thoughts on the Ravens-Bucks, guys, as we want to Before we jump into these, <laughs> I, I want to talk again about some of these coaching decisions of these NFL coaches and and. Honestly, you shake your head at a lot of things that happen. You ask, uh, "Why do you do?" But I just don't understand the the, the logic of some of these guys. And uh, we talked the yeah. other day, and it's Dolphins. it's not because we were betting Miami. Well, I guess it was a little bit, but uh, they, they ended up not covering because, I mean, it was what was it? Was it in the fourth quarter? Yeah. It was in the fourth quarter, and they were up six. Was, well, it was either early fourth or very late third. Uh, do you and, recall, Luke, when they didn't kick that field goal? Fourth, I didn't want to say. Uh, okay, fourth. I think they it were, was. It might have been the first drive of the fourth. And, and there was no, there were good. There, I, it ended up not not a point scored in the second yeah. half. Actually, you won. I the, hit that board. You won yeah. the first now, half. How, how often do you get that six zero and and not just, get a point? And, Sometimes you can come back and win twenty six twenty. Right, right, right. But but yeah. but sixteen to ten. There weren't going to be many points scored. It was a, pretty much a chip shot. Yeah. Could have put them up two scores. I, I don't know even analytically yeah. what th- what the thinking was that you wouldn't kick go up nine instead of risking uh, not making. And then and the Steelers had two Absolutely. legitimate chances to, to win that game. If and, they have Roethlisberger, they win that game. Oh my god, hundred out of a hundred times. Oh geez, yeah, absolutely. I just watching the NFL and 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 Champ, you know. 
As goofy as he is, he even says sometimes uh, he just can't figure out why these guys will not kick a field goal when when it's and I can see fourth and inches. Okay, if it's a yeah. an inch and get a, a sneak made, but fourth and threes, fourth and fourth and four, and now they even do it in their own end. Oh, it's incredible! And fourth and three, fourth colleges and four. are starting to do it as well. I just I I just don't. And it, I don't know. It wasn't like that was an up and down game either. Points were no. at a premium. Right. You, you've gone the entire three quarters and there's been 26 points scored. Uh, it wasn't like you were moving the ball at will and you were just saying, we can get this no matter what. If not, we'll get another chance. I, I can't believe it either. And no analyst anywhere would, be, would have told them not to kick right there. I, yeah, I, it, I it's just malpractice don't. and it just it almost seems like he was trying not to cover the I, I, And sometimes you just shake your head and say, yeah. really? Might, yeah. might, might, so before we start anointing uh, that guy, McDaniel, was that his name? Yeah. Uh, did, if, that he's a great coach. When they started out 3-0, and everybody loved him. Then they lose three in a row and then they won that last week but they shouldn't probably have won that game i mean he would have been answering a lot of questions he probably still had to answer a lot of questions yeah. why he didn't kick but if they would have lost 17 16 i mean what, yeah. what they could have easily made it 19 to 10 and, and the steelers had no chance yeah. of winning that I mean, game the, after the that chances of the steelers scoring two times no. were very slim absolutely uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really so, think you cut I, your chances of winning the game down by doing that so when you're gambling don't just just be aware <laughs> that those yeah. the, the analytics now play a lot to do with whether you're going to cover or not, because it, it's just and it is amazing for even as good as offenses as uh, uh, Nick Saban's had over the years, and even uh, Belichick when he had Brady. Uh, you know, they those guys took the points when they need absolutely to. They always do, uh, and and you you really they, that starts to show why they win so many they, games. They, they punt when they have to, right? Even if it's questionable, even if they don't really want even to. Just so they flip the field. They all, right. I always heard Belichick say, "Flip the field." Yep. You know, if you can if you can dig your way out of the out of being stuck in your territory and move it out to midfield, but stall, right. you've flipped the field and you've basically won that drive. Even yeah. if you didn't score, you won the drive. Now you now they have now you have them pinned in, and they don't they don't they don't gamble right. like some of these guys, like the gambler Ron Rivera and other guys that just think that's that's cool. I, it, I just yeah. don't get it. It also amazes me too with the caliber of quarterback that's in the league that there's not that many good ones right now. There's a lot of guys we thought were good that really maybe aren't uh it, it surprises me how many teams go for things like that with bad offenses I, bad I, quarterbacks i, 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 I know, I know. I, it's I, different if you're, if you're Mahomes and you're going i i, I almost can see why andy reed would go for it every time like i can live with that even though you probably don't agree with it but that's big difference between him and uh Tua. absolutely so anyway yeah yep. be, be on the lookout for those uh yeah I, I we didn't get to watch it as we were at the prison doing the show that night but uh it sounded like that game might have been an in-play under as they just continued to hit under. Unbelievable. Under, under, under. I, I see uh, in, in your NFL news and notes some really uh, stats that are standing out there. The NFL dogs, 60-45-3, yeah. and that's been that's been quite noticeable. Six outright winners again last week. Yeah, that's been quite noticeable. And, and the unders, um, you know, are yeah. hitting at a 59% clip. So uh, the dogs and under have been – the way to go so far. Now, will that flip? Who who knows? But yeah. um, that's been. It might way. not. It seems like more and more each week goes by. Like how many weeks do you go before you say maybe there's only three to four yeah. good teams, and then the rest of them are just average yeah. altogether. And and what you know, people a couple weeks ago, Baltimore had separated themselves as being like one of the elite yeah, teams. They, they Tampa, they're a lot. Tampa's come way back to earth. I mean, yeah, Baltimore. Know. This game t- on Thursday would be interesting to me because Baltimore's lost so many games. They they legitimately you can make a case that they'd be undefeated, but you could also make a case yeah. they lose. 
few more games. Well, they could have. The Browns could have easily beat. Yeah, them, uh, well, yeah, so. and the Bengals could have as well. Uh, yeah, it's it's a fine line. Baltimore, I think, if they get it cleaned up, they could be dangerous. Their schedule is really, really easy after this game. Yeah, it gets one to be one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. So, and I do like them Thursday against Tampa. Yeah, I do too. I, do. I think Tampa's in trouble. I I, I Luke, hate to say that against Brady, I'm but against, yeah, I'm on Tampa here. Are you? I, I, I think Brady's just he's just a bounce back kind of guy. I just don't know how if they can beat Carolina four days ago, they're going to be able to beat Baltimore. Uh, but I agree, Brady. The spot says Brady, but. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking Todd Bowles is dragging the ship down pretty hard. Yeah. We'll see. Should yeah. be a good game. Uh, you'll be able to tell us if we're right or wrong. Yeah. It'll be, be after the show. Uh, all right. Denver at Jacksonville starting it off. The Jags minus two and a half. Total 39. Uh, I don't know what to make of this game. Is Russell Wilson going to be benched? In, uh, I don't even know. He's he's injured. They're saying that he doesn't have the job anyway. Uh, Hackett's on the hot seat. I mean, this is crazy. The Jags have kind of come back to earth a little bit after a great start. Coach, where, where do not, you go here? I'm not going to interrupt my early Sunday plans to to watch this game uh, <laughs> from London. London, I, yeah. I, no, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not too crazy about this game. I think it'll stay under the total, but I'm, I don't yeah. have much of a feel, Luke. Uh, I would probably play the Jaguars here. I, I just think Denver. I mean, my under ten wins for them is looking great, but uh, I just I don't know. I don't. It is the Broncos. Just they're a mess. Yeah, uh, this I feel sorry for these Londoners. They get stuck Jeez. with these bad games. Now that Green Bay Giant game ended up being an exciting finish, but it was like the first three quarters were very boring. Uh, but these poor these poor English people. We're trying to get them acclimated to our football, and they can't ever see like a like the Chiefs right. in the then the, uh, the Raiders or something or Chiefs Chargers something good. But I saw a stat the other day with the uh, the Broncos. They they've allowed one of the like least fewest points in the league, like sixteen point one points per game. And yeah. all the teams that are at like the sixteen seventeen point mark are like five and two undefeated, right. and then they're the only team that's two and five. So. Yeah, and they're fortunate to be two and five, if you ask me. Uh, well, absolutely. Tough times for them. All right, let's move on to a one o'clock kick. Arizona comes to the Midwest to visit Minnesota. Minnesota minus three and a half, total forty nine. This actually opened Minnesota minus six and a half. So I don't know where this money is showing on Arizona. Uh, there's been some money on the over, the total forty nine there. I, I like the Vikings here. Uh, if I can get three and a half, uh, I'll probably stay away from it. But if it drops to three, I'll be on Minnesota. Um, Arizona's been good on the road. People keep th- wanting to think they've solved their problems and they played all right last week. I don't know. Where do you guys go in here? Boy, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm leaning towards Arizona a little bit here. Okay. Uh, Vikings I mean, are hard to trust too. Yeah, but they're five and one, and uh, heck, they're out in the in front of this uh, this uh, division. So I mean, yeah, if they get big a win favorites here, to win it too. And they, they, you know, look here, they get a win here. Uh, Green Bay is a double digit. Uh, dog and the Lions aren't right. going to. I mean, they could separate themselves. This a big yeah. Vikings big spot four and zero in uh, one score games. I'm a, this but year. I'm a, I'm going to turn around. I'm going to play Arizona here. Okay, Luke. I agree, Mark. I'm on Arizona. Okay, you guys pairing up. I will better look out on that game. Put a star by that one, Woo! folks. These guys are uh, found their first uh, unanimous choice <laughs> in the NFL. All right, let's go on to uh, the Bears visiting the Cowboys. Cowboys minus nine and a half total, forty two and a half. Bears off a upset win. Of New England the other night, that game was just a disaster from the start. The Bears basically ran the same play every time, drop back, and uh, Fields tuck it and run. But somehow Belichick couldn't figure that out. I don't know what's going on there. But uh, I know. I don't know. I think Dallas might steamroll them here. I, I think the Bears absolutely stink. I don't know how they keep winning games, but they're not very good. They're going to come back to earth at some point. I'm, I'm, I like Dallas. All right, Luke. Yeah, I'm on Dallas. And did right. you guys see Robert Quinn got traded to the Eagles? I did. As yes. if they need anybody else. Yes. 
Jeez, I mean, the Eagles just uh, yeah. right now, they're looking great. They're looking like a 15-win team, Coach. Yeah. They light the cigar and you're over there as long as Hurts don't get hurt. All right, yeah. let's move on to the Raiders at the Saints. Raiders, a two-point road favorite, uh, total 49.5 here. Boy, the Saints have been disappointing. I have not, I haven't liked them from the beginning of the season. A lot of people did for some reason. Raiders up and down. I would tend to lean Raiders here, but, man, this is the NFL, and I just – I don't know. I don't feel great about laying points on the road. How about Luke, you? Luke DePlaga says Raiders, Raiders, Raiders. I'm 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 going Vegas. Okay. Luke? Let's go Raiders. Okay. Ooh. Public money shown on the Raiders. I think the, the book's out on the Saints. Uh, this actually opened a pick, and it's now Raiders minus two. So you're definitely seeing that money shown on the Raiders. All right. Let's move to another 1 o'clock game. The Carolina Panthers off an upset win over Tom Brady. They had uh, all kind of disastrous things happen. The coach gets fired. They got the third-string quarterback in there, and they beat Brady easily. Incredible. Uh, they will head to Atlanta to uh, take on the Falcons. Falcons minus four and a half, the total 42. Sharp money on the Falcons early here. I expect the Falcons to bounce back a little bit. Don't love them, but Carolina uh, probably celebrating after that win last week. This could be a bad spot for them. Atlanta 6-1 and one against, the, uh, right. against the spread. I like them to continue. I, th- I, think this is, uh, I think it's a pretty good play for Atlanta here. Okay, Luke? Yeah, I'm, I'm on the Falcons as well. Ooh. All right, we're all on the Falcons there. All right, let's go to Dolphins at the Lions. The Dolphins now minus 3.5. The total now up to 52. It opened 48.5, so lots of points expected in this one. Uh the Lions, I don't know. Where do you begin with the Lions? It's just every year you just you think this team is is turned the corner. Uh, Dan Campbell four eighteen and one with the Lions, uh, and then on on the road or actually has not won a road game. He's zero eleven and one on the. I mean that's just appalling. Now they are home here, but uh, I thought those were interesting stats. People keep wanting to get behind the Lions, guys. Do you have any faith that they can? I don't know. They're eight and two as a home dog yeah. uh, in their last ten. Um, I, I like the Lions a little bit here. I, yeah, I, I don't feel comfortable with Miami. I, I don't either. I don't either. I'm I'm playing the Lions here as a home dog. Okay, Luke. I'm on Detroit as well. Okay, Ooh, Luke. We are rolling. All right, you guys are getting it together in NFL. All Ooh. right, moving on to another one o'clock kick on CBS. The Steelers visiting the Eagles in the Battle of Pennsylvania. Eagles minus ten and a half. The total forty three. I don't think the Steelers can win this game, but I think they'll play tougher and closer than people think here. Uh, I think the Eagles off a bye. Eh. Usually teams with momentum like them uh, take a bye week, maybe takes them a little bit to get focused. I'd be looking at maybe a Steeler first half play here too. I, I don't love the Steelers. Not but, a bad uh, play. But I think they, maybe they hang around in the game. Uh, maybe they make enough plays. But, man, the Eagles are rolling. They're very, very good. They just continue to add assets and uh, good players. Thoughts? I, I, if it's 10.5, maybe take the Steelers. If you yeah. get it at 10.5, get that. It's just so much yeah, in the NFL, half, right? But boy, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm. I, I think the Steelers are very, very bad and just a mess. <laughs> they are. They are. I, and the Eagles, they're just loaded. And if Hurts plays well, they, I don't know. I can't yeah. see that. I can't see the Steelers staying with them. I, yeah. yeah. I, but I don't have. A, I don't have a strong play yeah, here, Luke. I'm on Steelers. I, don't, I just think. Uh, I think there's too many points. I think the Steelers defense can keep them in the game. Is Watt ever going to come back? They yeah, could, he, this he, week, I, I think. I just got the alert. Uh, he's on the twenty. He's on his twenty-one day, like starting now. Like he's on. His oh, oh, so he'll be back within twenty-one days. Oh, okay. 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 okay, so yeah, they could use him this week, but uh, too late. All right, let's move on. New England at the New York Jets. New England minus two. Uh, total forty and a half. Uh, tough to lay points on the road in New England right now. They're a mess. They don't know who their quarterback is. Jets did lose Brees Hall in their one of their uh, tackles last week. Big losses there. Two huge losses. Uh, 
But the Jets have been feisty. Uh, I got to say, I had Robert Salah written off, and he's he's showed me. Uh, he's he's done a nice job. kept the kept the ship above water. Uh, I don't know. I, I would probably lean Jets here. I, I really just can't lay points on the road in, right now in New England. But Belichick, every time you think he's done, he surprises you. I think the Jets cover here. I, I think the Jets win the game outright at yeah. home. I'm. I've been really surprised at the Jets. I'm actually happy about it. Make, makes yeah. me. Uh, happy to see a team that struggled so bad having a little bit of success. Yes, and uh, I think uh, I think they cover again this week. I like them. Okay, I can live with that. All right, Luke, thoughts? I'm I'm on the Patriots. Mac Jones got named a starter. I think he shows oh up this week, and uh, I think I think the Patriots get the win here. I think Belichick show, flexes his muscles here. And he, they, uh, they won the game. Would you agree if Mac Jones doesn't perform well this week, he could be in trouble? Or not. Yeah, I, I think I, f- I feel like he would be good in other offenses. I don't know. The Patriots have they have no one on offense. I don't know what they expect him yeah. to throw to. I don't get anything they've done offensively in the yeah. last few years from a draft standpoint. All right, let's go to four o'clock kicks. The Tennessee Titans visiting the Houston Texans. The Titans minus two. The total forty and a half. Uh, this is a division game. This is a uh, uh, the total has been interesting. Uh, public on the over. Uh, sharper betters on the under uh, guys these division games tend to be very very uh, close uh, mm-hmm. minus two though I really am surprised I thought the Titans after a good performance last week would be laying at least a field goal and a half here I, I'm surprised at this uh, any any thoughts I on like, this game I like this game under the total okay. I like it under 40 and a half uh, I think both running teams and I I do like the Texans a little bit in this game but I, I I'm playing the game under Okay, Luke. I'm on the Titans. I think the Titans are really good. Actually, I think people. I think they're a sleeper team. I think they could uh, get to the playoffs and uh, surprise a lot of teams. I think they're really good. Yeah. Well, you you have been on the Titans since the beginning of the year, and your your Derrick Henry bet's starting to you know look up a little bit. He's been running the ball really well. Um, I, I I would agree. I think I, the Titans are a little bit better than I thought. I thought they would take a step backwards, but they they've kept it together pretty well. Uh, I, I did read here. I got a note. Texans uh, covered eight of the last ten against the division so like i say these division games just so close uh but i would lean the titans if i can get that two uh if it went up to three or three and a half i'd stay away or take houston all right moving on the washington redskins visiting the indianapolis colts the colts minus three the total 40 i guess i know if you're going to email me they are the commanders but we will always call them the redskins uh colts opened minus six down to minus three matt ryan's been benched uh this team uh, the owner, Ursay, is pissed off. He's ready to start killing people. So this is a, a make-it-or-break uh, spot for Frank Reich. He's got he's to get something going here. Uh, sharp money on the under right now when Ryan uh, was taken out of the starting lineup. I don't know where to go here, fellas. Uh, it, this, the Redskins have been playing better. Uh, Colts are a mess, but usually wounded animals in the NFL sometimes can be dangerous. Yeah, so. I, and Washington uh, ruined our Bush light pick last <laughs> week. We, we Honestly, the Packers, well, they cut it to 24-22, yeah. but really never, they never really, really threatened. Really threatened. Uh, I, I, but I, I like Indy here a little bit. I like, I like them in this, uh, in this game. Um, I'm, I'm looking here uh, – the Commanders, uh, the Redskins are just two and seven against the spread as an away dog um, in their last nine. And uh, I like I like uh, Indy. They're six and two against the spread as a non divisional home favorite. I, I like the I like the Colts here. Luke, what do you think about the quarterback move for the Colts as uh, they bring the kid? What's Sam the kid? From, yeah, from Ellinger from Texas. Yes, uh, I don't I don't know. I think I think that should be their uh, focus point in the draft this year, obviously. Right. But uh, he's a little more mobile than Matt Ryan. Yes, I, I like the Colts though here as well. Minus three, I think. Uh, 
Then you get Jonathan Taylor more involved. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, just yeah. Don't get, I mean, they, boy, he's been a disappointment. I remember Lauren the Better had hit some props for him over oh, over man. for the season. She's she's Oof. taking on the chin. We got to we got to get back with her. Yeah, yeah, we will. She's been busy. Uh, no, uh, if he did, it was week one because yeah. I don't think he scored Ooh. since. Uh, Commanders, I think, are, have gotten a little bit of a lift with Heineke coming in. Um, I, it's amazing how you see these quarterback, how teams play and rally behind certain guys, maybe even if they're not as talented. So maybe that could work for the Colts here. Maybe maybe they feel like you know they get a little shot in the arm here. Uh, interesting game. Uh, I don't know where I'll go. I probably lean Indy, but we'll see. Because I All remember, right. I remember Lauren the better saying that I, I think her bet was Jonathan Taylor to lead the <laughs> right. lead the league. In she was going head to head with you, Ooh. Henry. Yeah, Man. she's in trouble there. Big trouble. How about to play that under one and a half? What Big kind of return trouble. she could add? All right, the the Forty Niners. So speaking of disappointing teams, uh, they have been the last two weeks, but they have been injured. And how about the Rams? Yes, visiting Jeez, another in, uh, another disappointing team who's coming off a bye week. The Rams, the Forty ers visit the Rams. Forty ers now minus one in the game. Uh, the Rams had opened minus two and a half. The total down from forty, or actually. Up, I'm sorry, opened at 40, up to 43 and a half. Uh, just, this just comes down to Shanahan's own McVay. I think they've won seven in a row regular season. They did lose the playoff game to him last year. Uh, I don't know. I'll be on the 49ers here. I'm, I'm, I don't think the Rams have a figure I out. agree. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm on the Niners. I don't love it because they're not playing well either, but I don't um, know. The, the Rams, Rams look something's off. With and them. they're 2-6 and six in their la- against the spread the last eight games. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you. They, they just are out of sync. Uh, Stafford does not look good. They can't run the ball. Nope. I'm, I'm, I, I lean Niners here. And they were disappointed. Uh, they were in on the McCaffrey thing, and the Niners yes. took them right out from under yep. them. So tough one there, Luke. What do you think? I'm on the Niners as well. All right, unanimous on the Ooh. Niners. Brad McLaughlin will be happy. He's, yeah. he's an avid watcher of BLS. He yeah. he was fired up. We talked NBA last week, so. Shout out That'd to Brad. Uh, Absolutely. Thanks for watching, Brad, and uh, we'll talk more of uh, where where your Niners hat Sunday, Brad. Yes, we'll be cheering for you. Four twenty five kick. <laughs> All right, let's go on to another four twenty five kick. The Giants visiting the Seahawks. Seahawks minus three. Total forty five. Seahawks opened one and a half, uh, up a point and a half. Total up from forty three to forty five. Geez, these two teams have been the hottest two teams in the NFL right now. It's hard to believe in it. Who would have ever thought this was a game with playoff implications entering week eight? I, I would probably take the points of the Giants here if I had to, but, man, I, I, I can see why people are backing the Seahawks. Geno Smith's been incredible. Maybe the front runner for MVP right now. I, I like the Giants here. Well, you're right there. I'd say he, uh, he's he got to be up in the, in the talk, but I like the Giants here. I yes. think they they can run the football. I like the game under the total a little bit, right. but uh, I like the Giants catching the points. Yeah. Uh, Barkley's having a great year. Yeah. Uh, Daniel be, Jones has been you know uh, j- just yeah. good enough to keep them – uh, at, at at the way they're playing, so I I like the Giants. Yeah, this would be a game where I would have taken the points. No matter whoever was favored, yeah. I'm taking the dog because I think the points are valuable. I think these teams are pretty even. Yep. Luke, thoughts? I'm, I'm on the uh, I'm on my Seahawks. Here. Okay, we're two, All right. wins, we're two wins away from the win total. So uh, yes, you're uh, creeping uh, up yeah. on it. You, you, you're looking pretty strong there, man. That's a good good pick by you. All right, so Luke's on the Seahawks. All right, let's go to the Sunday night game. We got two left here. Uh, Green Bay visiting Buffalo. Uh, this would have been tabbed as one of the games of the year. Uh, however, uh, Buffalo now minus 11, the total 47 and a half. Uh, just when you think the Green Bay's done, maybe they are done. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you guys have been unimpressed with them as I have. Uh, I don't know, 11, though, in an NFL game, man. Is it just that easy? Does Buffalo just steamroll them? Uh, I, and there's been nothing 
that has impressed me at all about Green Bay. Yeah, I, agree. I mean, I they they I think they've looked terrible. People keep saying, "Well, you just wait." The Packers, no, but no. I don't see it happening. But like you said, eleven Aaron Rodgers. I, I like the Packers Sunday a little night, bit to, to yeah. cover that spread. Yeah, maybe backdoor. Maybe they're yeah. down seventeen and they score yes. late. Uh, Green Bay's defense has really disappointed me. With a young offensive group of of skilled players, you'd think that defense would really be digging in, saying, "Look, we got to do a little better yeah. and keep these guys in it because you know we got a great quarterback and we got good running backs. These guys will eventually come along." But their defense has been just abysmal. I just really, really embarrassing. Those guys should be ashamed of themselves. So, uh, but I would lean Green Bay maybe, but I could see the I could really see Buffalo beating them like forty to seven. Uh, yep. And Luke, thoughts? I'm on the I'm on the Packers here. Just okay. too many points for Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Yep. I think that's the consensus, but it really wouldn't surprise me like we say if Buffalo did kill him. All right, and then Monday Night Football Battle of Ohio. The the uh, Bengals visiting the Browns. Bengals minus three and a half. The total forty seven. It opened uh, Bengals minus two and a half. Uh, up a point. Total up from forty five to forty seven. Uh, be probably uh, most people would be against me on this, and you know where I, I usually am against the Bengals. I'm not just fading them because this week. I actually think this is a good spot for the Browns. I will take the Browns plus the three and a half at home. Uh, I think they have a good chance to win the game. What do you guys? Say? Uh, I think the I think the Bengals are starting to hit their stride. Burrow played okay. incredible last week. I think their offensive line is. Um, I've heard some people saying this, this is get, is getting healthy. They're getting in sync. I I look for them. I I, I think they they take care of business heavy here. I really okay. Like, oh, I wow. really like. The I'm again. I'm, I'm me and coach at odds uh, on this one. I really like the Bengals. Okay, here. Luke. What do you say? I'm on the Bengals as well. Okay. You guys think the Browns are just cooked, huh? Yeah, I, I think so. But I think the Bengals are starting to play well, and and I yeah, I look them, I'm I look I'm still man. The Bengals they just haven't to me they haven't beat anybody good. But we will see. Uh, this this is a big showdown Monday Night Football. I heard some guys today saying they had the Bengals picked as the third best team in the NFL now behind the uh, Bills and the Eagles. So, right. Yeah, uh, I'm with them. I like them. We shall see. All right, this is uh, Better's Last Stand Show uh, 15. Boy, we've wow. been doing these for a while now. Uh, again, thanks to everybody here at the WVOY studios downtown here. The Watchdog uh, have been great partners with us. They've let us do a show every Monday, so be sure and check that out. 2 to 3 p.m. on Mondays, we talk uh, high school football. Coach, you pumped for high school uh, Ohio playoffs this week. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to be a little dis- – I'm, I'm really anxious to get to River City and have a ball, but I'm going to miss uh, right. sitting outside and Tracking having a couple of beers and watching the games. And I love you sending the scores. And Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so, yeah, I, I, I wish all the high, high teams good luck in the playoffs. And yeah. – uh, uh, West Virginia is going to start sorting out their playoff standings here this this weekend with two more to go. So uh, good luck to everybody, and thanks to everybody that's listening, and uh, yes. thanks to WKKX fun, and fun as usual. WVLY. We will be back here next week on Better's Last Stand as we go through the football card, and we'll talk World Series and everything else that's happening in sports. Eventually, we'll even talk a little bit of World Cup soccer, which is right oh. around the corner. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, some of our viewers hopefully are interested in that. We'll give you a little crash course in soccer betting. But uh, that's in the weeks to come. Anyway, thanks for joining us. We will see you next week, uh, either outside or probably in the studio again as the weather starts to turn. Uh, have a good week. Good luck in your bets, and we'll see you next week on Better's Last Stand. See ya.